So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. We are at the end of season three, and I'm your how. Uh, oh my god, I fucked it up. <laughs> Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Jennifer Rush, the singer. <laughs> you the ruined writer. my whole I, bit that was going on. Yeah, I did. I'm such a dick. <laughs> I was the writer of a song called The Power of Love, and that's all and, you need to know. And we'll born get, in Astoria, Queens, yeah, where we what, live. That's we can get to it later. Now. I just really wanted to fuck with you. And say oh, Jennifer yeah. Rush. Jeez Louise. Jennifer Rush. You may know me as the writer of the song The Power of Love. Not Jennifer Flowers. She fucked Clinton. Yeah. Which one? William Mm -hmm. Jefferson. Thank you. Just clarifying. I'm Pat. Yeah, not you don't don't know about Jennifer Rush. I don't know anything about Jennifer Rush. Yeah. I mean that's gonna lead us into the the next segment, which is what episode we're up to. Yeah, Degra- oh, this is the Degrassi Every Episode Every Marathon podcast. Did you say that? I did say that. No. You forgot. I was paying attention. It's, uh, the I was end too of busy thinking three. about how mad you were going to be when yeah. I said Jennifer Rush <laughs> was the, my name. It's the end of season three. We made it This somehow. is the se- season finale of season three, and it could not be more disappointing. This is like the one of the worst episodes of all time. It's nothing happens. Nothing ever happens on Mars. What's that from? Waiting for Guffman? I mean, it's been a long time since I saw that. I, I don't I think it's waiting it. for government building, building, building. Because remember this, the play that they're doing on waiting for government is uh-huh. like about. I believe it's stool boom because they like make stools working and building, never stopping, never. Remember that? Yes. And yes. then I think the aliens cut. It's like Eugene Levy. And he's like an alien, like <laughs> coming to the town and seeing them make stools. And one of the songs is "Nothing Ever Happens on Mars." Wait, we should. I gotta watch "Waiting for Guffman." It's been a long time since I've seen that, that movie. Is Pizza Man? Oh yeah, real Pizza Man there. Anyway, this is episode. This is the fifty-eighth proper episode of Degrassi, mm-hmm. the final episode of season three, the fifty-eighth proper episode. But because. There are two-parters just strewn about here and there every mm-hmm. once in a while on the show. Those are more like one episode, so I count this as like the 50th episode. 5850. Wow. 5850. We are in the, I don't know, nothing. It doesn't matter. 5850, the name of the episode, it's episode 322. The name of the episode is The Power of Love. Now, The Power of Love is a song by <sighs> both <Many people. laughs> Jennifer Rush <laughs> and Huey Lewis in the News. Those are two different songs. And I will say... That they came out a year apart. Really? Yeah, because Jennifer Rushes is from 1984 and was covered by multiple people, by Air Supply, by Celine Dion, famously. The Celine Dion one is... If that's you were, the one that I, I think we all know the best. That's the... Well, besides the Huey Lewis one. But yeah. that's the best song, Power of Love. Oh, yeah. And immediately when I thought of this episode, that's what I thought of. Um, but it... That's because I forgot that Huey Lewis in the news also had a song called "Cause I'm Your Lady." Is that part, is that the same yeah, song? Yeah, that's that song. And yeah. you are my man. 
So it's, what did air I mean, I spent so much of my. They sang that version too. But air supply say because I'm your man and you are my lady, or do they say? Cause I I'm, think they said the same way. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they keep the pronouns. Yeah, I mean, I I have to check, but. Um, so yeah. Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> What's my favorite Jennifer Rush song? What is your favorite Jennifer Rush song? I would have to say that it's The Power of Love. Yeah. Because I don't know any other ones. Laura Branigan also. Yeah, Laura Branigan did a cover of it. I think many other people have as well. But as we also learned today, or I also learned, that Newfound Glory covered the Huey Lewis and the News one. And I bet you some other people did too. There's apparently an Engelbert Humperdinck song called The Power of Love. There's a lot of the powers of love. Do you out think there. the Engel I bet you the Engelbert Humperdinck song is the Jennifer Rush version? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got must have a lot of money. She must have a lot of money because she wrote that song and then many people covered it. She did her own recorded version of it, which is like not as good as the Celine Dion one. The Newfound Glory covering the Huey Lewis version of the power of love which is a different song from the jennifer rush version of the power of love mm-hmm. uh that is from the newfound glory ep of all the covers of the soundtrack songs oh they did like the never yeah. ending story oh, wow. and other ones as well mm-hmm. so rachel uh well no i got a question for you uh, now pat me yeah if, yeah for you pat for or for you jennifer rush i'm not sure who i'm talking to right now what's your favorite huey lewis in the news song Wow, that's turning the tables. I know, right? That's what I was trying to do. I'm trying to jump the gun. The game is changed. Uh, you always talk about how I love everything, and I feel like lately on the music ones, I've been not a fan of a lot of the groups mm-hmm. lately. You always make fun of me. So I always like everything. Yeah, it's true. So I, 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 I enjoy when I talk to you to be able to say, I fucking hate Huey Lewis and oh, the Oh, can we high five on that? Oh, yeah. Here's another yeah. example. I can't stand them either because I, I was like, I don't even try to ask me what my favorite Huey Lewis in the news song is because I don't like any of their music. It's another example Ugh. of one of these fucking milk toast, shitty 80s white dude like mm-hmm. in a suit bands yeah. who like nostalgia has try has successfully convinced uh, like people who were kids during that time, that these bands are important. I say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Hall and Oates. I mm-hmm. hate. That's like another one of those bands. Huey. Lewis I feel like Hall and Oates at least have some credibility. Where Huey Lewis and the News have got shit. Yeah. I also. Yeah. I. It's not. Huey Lewis and the News are like are and it, now all of a sudden like people like love Huey Lewis in the news but when Huey Lewis in the news were popular it was like every fucking dickhead from like in a polo shirt like popped collar mm-hmm. at the country club was like Huey Lewis in the news yeah you know what fucking you know what started Huey Lewis in the news coming back was fucking American Psycho the movie, oh. the movie version of American Psycho. Yeah. Because he talks about like their albums and shit. Huey Lewis as a human, I kind of like because I think he's kind of funny and he's mm-hmm. like in movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's usually got good taste, but I hate his music. I'll I mean, say. The music is just very boring. Um, I, I read up a lot when I was like looking up some Huey Lewis facts today um, about the whole Ghostbusters drama. I don't know it. So. Ghostbusters team originally wanted Huey Lewis in the news to write a theme song for Ghostbusters. Mm. Um, and they turned it down because they had just had an album that came out. They didn't have time for it. Ghostbusters famously came out in 1984. Mm-hmm. Uh, Back to the Future is 1985. 85. So 
they turned it down. But the producers gave Huey Lewis videos to Ray Parker Jr. And then it's the song actually pulls from like an older Huey Lewis song. So they sued them and settled out of court. And it was like never discussed or anything like that. And then that's why they ended up doing the Back to the Future song. Because they were like, we're not going to lose out on that kind of money again. Wait, 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 wait. Huey Lewis... Got asked to do the Ghostbusters so, but Ray, theme. What about Ray Parker Jr. got tapes of Huey Lewis songs? They, they sent him that to try to inspire him of like what kind of stuff to write. Just like regular Huey Lewis songs. Yes. And there's like, some Huey Lewis. There is a Huey Lewis song that is in the background of parts of Ghostbusters, but like uncredited. Oh, so they I know essentially like I know the fucked song. them out of money uh, and they never talked about it. And then as part of their settlement, they weren't supposed to talk about it. And then in 2001 on Behind the Music, yeah. he talked about it. And then Ray Parker Jr. sued him Good. for defamation. The song, I think it's the <laughs> it Huey Lewis. I think it's the Huey Lewis song, uh, uh, Monster Blasters. <laughs> it goes, Monster Blasters. Is that the one? Yeah, that is the one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they use that one I'm as inspiration. Pretty sure Ray Parker Jr. took the Huey Lewis of the new song "Monster mm-hmm. Blasters." Yeah. I'll say my. I mean, let's also at the very beginning of the the theme song for Ghostbusters makes me think of Thriller, the very very yeah. beginning, which also came out that year. The Ghostbusters theme song is pretty great. Yeah, it is. I don't really know much about weird. Ray Parker Jr. other than that song. I don't though. think Ray Parker Jr. knows much about, about Ray him. Parker Jr. outside of that <laughs> yeah. song. That's um, good. I will say my favorite. Huey Lewis in the news song is uh, it's a hot rock and roll is still beating. That's not Huey Lewis in the news, but it might as well be. Uh, I don't know. Doing it I all for my baby. I still have the Celine Dion, the power of love in my head. So I'm just like really living in that right now. So what's your favorite Huey Lewis in the news song? You got to pick I one got, too. I got nothing. You got to pick one. I picked one the doing power it all of love. for my baby. The power of love. I don't like, I was kind of like glancing and I was like, I don't think I know any of these offhand because I purposely have like tried to ignore them. I want them. a new drug. One that won't make me sick. You don't know that song? No. I'm so happy to be stuck with you. No. They're all, all of those groups to me are like, and this is also a person I'm not particularly fond of, but at least like. But they're all like bootleg Billy Joel. Mm. And like if you are like. If you're going to do that, just get real Billy Joel. Also, if you're like shitty Billy Joel, you are like real bottom of the barrel. Yeah. People will get mad at me. People love these groups. They've like. Now, I was thinking about this. So like I often this particular uh, white dude pop music from the 80s really Mm -hmm. fucking makes me mad. Like Yacht Rock. I hate it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it sucks. And I think that there's a generation of like people who like were power kids pop? when it happened. Would it be power pop? Nah, I, no, because yeah. like power pop is like, I don't know, like Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, I guess. Or so. like good stuff. I like Fountains yeah. of Wayne. Which uh, that actually gets my point. So I rip on these bands all the time because like the people who listen to them when they were kids like talk about them and like still like have convinced the world they're good music. Mm-hmm. But we kind of do that with like Bush and Live. Yeah, it's Because those it's are true. like the – but I can – I know that Bush and Live suck mm-hmm. objectively. Subjectively, those songs are like <laughs> ingrained in my brain. What are you laughing at? Pat's holding the pop filter. Because the mic stand broke and it just like parts are falling off. <laughs> it's like parts of the car just falling yeah, off. Just as like I speed. forget it. Don't even try. <laughs> I was driving in a in a in a in a, in a lift and a big mm-hmm. truck uh, 
few paces ahead of us, its tire exploded. And the oh. tire came like flying out. Jeez. It was like pieces of the tire. It wasn't like the whole tire. But I was like, wow, I've never really seen that happen. I've before. never seen a tire um, backfire. Doing it all for, oh, for someone who hates Huey Lewis in the news, you sure do know a lot of the fucking songs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't know them. When I was a kid, like a small kid, I had the album Four on... Mm-hmm. It's also a fucking golf reference. Like, this is the music you like, people who, like, play and, like, talk about golf. I hate golf. Uh, I had the album four because mm-hmm. I was, like, a kid, and that was popular. And I did like those songs when I was young. Yeah. But I've grown up, and now I know that they stink like ass. Yeah, so you know to stay away. Doing it all for my baby. I love Huey Lewis. <laughs> I got to dive back into the Huey Lewis catalog. Oh, my God. That's what you're going to do tomorrow. They Just did have a funny so video. I think it was... I'm so happy to be stuck with you where they were like Frank. He was like Frankenstein. Really? The monster Frankenstein's monster. I don't remember it. Used to be on Friday night videos back when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I remember many Huey Lewis uh, music videos at all. Pat. Oh, I was dead. <laughs> Sorry, I had died. I had died for just a moment. So this episode is culturally insensitive, right? <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! I like, like a bunch of non-Indian people dressing. I as forgot my notebook tonight, so I don't have my notes with me. Um, but we got the we got the episode playing in the background, and uh, I don't think I need my notes to be honest. Not a great episode. This episode, we were I was so excited for it. I was like, I can't wait to see all the stories play out. The stories, story, story. And uh, see all of our friends interact with each other, and mm-hmm. then it was like none of that happened. It was I was like, so looking forward. It was like to let's talk about the fucking adults. Dance. Oh my god, they're dancing! Every single shot of people dancing, especially Emma, was insanely uncomfortable. And it's funny how different of a time it was. So we're basically this is like supposed to be the culmination of the whole year's worth of stories, and then we spend most of the episode with the fucking adults. I mean, we don't even spend most of the episode with it because this this episode's split into three stories. C story. Yeah, there's a C story. I'm not even sure which one is supposed to be the A, B, or C because so they all kind of suck. It like, should go like this. So we do the A story, and then we always do B story when there's a B story, yeah. and that's John, of course, from the real world. Yeah, which, which uh, Los Angeles. When we do, uh, on the rare occasions that there's a C story, we should, we should say, uh, could you get the C story? Which is also a real world <laughs> reference, which was Heather B in the open of Real World Season 1. And she would say, could you get the phone? And we'd mm-hmm. say, I'll, that's what we'll do. We'll go, yeah. I'll go, could you get the C story? And then we'll do the C story. Okay. Should we do it together next time? Yeah. Well, yeah when yeah. we get when to we it. Get we'll to have it. to start okay. with the A story. Yeah. I'm, you're right. I don't know. I'm assuming that the A story is the Jimmy Brooks story. Yeah, Because I would it's say. the kids and it's about the dance. So... Yeah. The uh, we start off this Bollywood Nights dance has finally come around that we've been talking about for weeks. Um, it's the end of the school year. Jimmy's apparently going to basketball camp in Los Angeles. Yeah, Los Angeles. And he's really sad because that means that he's going to leave Hazel that he started dating. Yeah, he loves her. I thought he really loves Hazel, and Hazel's like no big deal, but like he feels like he has to prove something and make it like the best night ever. And he's rented a limo and he's going to take them out to dinner and he's going to pay for it. And then they're going to go to the dance and it's all going to be great. And you know what? None of it is great. It's Everything Hazel, goes Jimmy, wrong. Did you say Spinner and Page are along for the ride? No, I didn't he say take, that. He, they, they take, they're taking Spinner and Page along for yeah. the ride. Yeah. 
literally like they get a limo first of all like they i didn't they get outfits so they get kurtas and saris i didn't know that i knew it was like the theme was bollywood nights i didn't expect that these kids were all gonna dress up it's funny because like you know if if you and i went to an indian wedding which like say a friend of ours was indian and got married we would wear these things because it's like appropriate for the thing to have a theme dance but like is anyone indian hosting it is anyone indian at the school like even i mean it's kind of funny when you're like introducing your culture to other people and and sharing it but this was just like oof this was real over the top dude snake was dressed up like a fucking genie oh my god he had a fucking (laughs) turban on yeah, spoiler alert, that might be the best outfit in this episode. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? And they're all the music they're playing is like Bollywood music. Imagine you went to your prom and you they didn't play any like hit songs that you knew. I'd be so mad. Yeah, it's like, it's like deep in the, theme. Imagine you went to your prom it's and you deep didn't get theme. to hear fucking In My Hands, In My Hands by What Fuel. was your prom theme? Mine was uh Eric Clapton, you look so good tonight. Oh, wonderful tonight. Fun- wonderful I tonight. Yes, thank song. you. Because I was, I graduated in '02, so it was wonderful '02 night. Do you know I also hate Eric Clapton? <laughs> I didn't choose it, dude. But I wanted you Moon say Dance I like to be. Everything. Yeah, I wanted Moon Dance to be it because that was one of the options. And can I think you Moon finally admit that I also hate stuff? Yeah, you do actually hate stuff, and you're cranky. Very cranky. Crotchety, actually. Is Crotchety is a good word. Uh, my prom didn't have a theme. It was just, yeah. let's go to a place and hang out and dance together. Did you have an after prom party? Fuck yeah, motherfucker. Where was it? Ours was at ESPN Zone. Whoa. In downtown Baltimore. Did you watch some sports? No, but we got to play games. Ours was at a bar in Rockaway. <laughs> <laughs> after hours, everybody got drunk. It was a DJ. It was super fun. That's amazing. And then everybody stayed at my mom's house. Oh my god! And my dad at the time. He yeah, was a lot of a, a all my dad. friends stayed at my parents' house. There was like someone's mom was weird about the boys and the girls being near each other, so we had to sleep on separate separate floors. Separate, separate floors. But yeah, we all my parents had a hot tub at the time. Oh, you guys fucking in it? People fucking? No, in we it? did not fucking it. But we were just hanging out in the hot tub at like five in the morning, six in the morning, and falling asleep in it. Do you <laughs> think anybody got fingered in it? No. No, huh? No. Ever? No one ever got fingered in that hot tub. I'm sure they got fingered in that somebody hot tub. Fingered Some, in that somebody fingered. Somebody got fingered in that hot tub. Doing it all to get fingered. <laughs> so this dance is fucking whack, man. It's like no. Oh, but f- first of all, so Jimmy and Hazel. Well, Jimmy orders a a uh, limo, and then Billy Ray Cyrus is the driver. Shows for the limo. up, and his name's Duke, and his limo's a fucking disaster with like Doritos wrappers oh in the back. It's God. like you wouldn't clean that up. And he's wearing like a tuxedo shirt. Now, here's my question. So Billy Ray Cyrus gets like a special featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. So mm-hmm. I knew he was going to be on the episode. I, I definitely missed, assumed, I missed that part. But as soon as I saw him, I was like, I think that's Billy Ray yeah. Cyrus. And then I looked it up. Special guest star Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I assumed he was going to be playing himself like at the dance or something. Or like, mm-hmm. like emceeing some kind of a contest. Cause, like that baseball player that time. Who mm-hmm. by who like ended up being on the Mets at one point. <laughs> was my and you never knew team. him. Now, um, so... What era of Billy Ray Cyrus is this? This is post achy breaky heart. This is two thousand five. Yeah. So when four? is this like he famous again because of Hannah Montana? 
No, because I don't even know if Hannah Montana was on yet. So what the fuck is Billy Ray Cyrus Because this is an in-between dead zone, probably. So he needed to do something. It's the dead zone. Hannah Montana. Do you know that was uh, Miley Cyrus? Did you yes, know that? that was that's his daughter. Yeah. Whose He's, real name isn't Miley? Is her it? name is Miley Ray Cyrus. But I thought that Miley was a nickname. Amalia. <laughs> we can't go on together with mysterious minds. <laughs> Amalia Ray. I believe her name is Miley Ray. Cyrus. Yeah, I just feel like there was some reason why they called her that. I think she's so great. Born Destiny Hope Cyrus. Destiny Hope Cyrus. Mm-hmm. There we go. Let me see if I can figure out why. Destiny Hope Cyrus. Her parents nicknamed her Smiley, which they later turned oh, to Miley. God. I knew I was right. She is Smiley. Yeah. I so, love, so I love Miley Cyrus. So Miley Cyrus's name is actually Destiny Hope Cyrus, but her parents nicknamed her Smiley, which got shortened to Miley, and that's why everyone calls her Miley Cyrus. So she's never Miley Ray Cyrus. I completely made that up. Yeah. But then in, she did change her name legally in 2008 to Miley Ray Cyrus. It's um, all right. It's all right. It's and now she's oh, wait, Miley Ray Hemsworth. Oh, so she is Ray. She now yeah, is Miley. Yeah, Ray. yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. She moves in mysterious ways. <laughs> wow, you were really reaching for something there. <laughs> so they go to the, they get into this limo with der, der open Doritos bags in the back. It probably mm-hmm. smells like farts. Cause oh, der- and also, did we mention that? Uh, that Jimmy Brooks ordered everyone outfits to wear, and he accidentally ordered like a, a women's outfit for him. But it's really hard to tell. Like, yeah, I would never have known. The no, difference. I mean, I didn't think that he was like saris are wraps and stuff, and I thought he was wearing exactly what Spinner was wearing. So that's why I was very confused by the whole thing. As they get into the limo, Billy Ray Cyrus says, "Watch your dress, to Jimmy." <laughs> yeah. Which is insensitive. Yeah. This is all cultural appropriation. Yeah, we wouldn't do this today. It's all right. It's all right, all right. She moves in mysticious. <laughs> Keep trying. Mysticious. Mysticious. Uh, I just got lightheaded from laughing so hard. Um, <laughs> so they go to, so they get in the limo to go to the dance, but they're going to make a stop off to have dinner at evidently the, the only, only restaurant in Degrassi area, town, Canada, like. Toronto. So, and it's the same gay waiter. Yes. And Spinner and Paige are like, oh shit, we ran out on the check that time. Yep. And so they're trying not to look at him. Joey Jeremiah is also there with Stacey Mystician. Yeah, that's the C story. We'll get there. You think that's, yeah, that would be. I think that's the C story. story. Yeah. It came third in the order of uh, story introduction. So I'm assuming. Story. Spoiler alert. There's no stories this week. Oh, no one is sorry. Not even Sean? (laughs) I mean, probably. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he ever said I'm sorry. Though. I'll still do I think the he whole... said like Let me make this up to you. Yeah, I paid attention to it at the end because I was like Sean's got to say it at some point, but he didn't. Now I will still do the whole rigmarole at the end, but I'm just mm-hmm. letting you know that there's no. Stories. Yeah, can you imagine being in as big of a city as Toronto and only having Toronto. and only having one restaurant to go to? 
<laughs> I'm really been. surprised. This is the best restaurant to go to in all of Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's like should just like pop up in every episode yes. for like one second and like just do like the wink and the okay sign. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't even have I'd to say anything. That's just no, like his whole being that. is the wink and the okay sign. Mm-hmm. Although now the okay sign is uh, uh, like racist, like white power or something. Oh, God damn it. They can't, yeah, they they can't take the that too? Yeah, they took the fucking okay sign. Yeah, they can't take that. They're fucking proud How are we going to do our chef's kiss on emojis? No, you can do chef's kiss. But emojis, I use that. Oh, I that's, use a chef and oh, I use that. Oh, no. Now you're a white supremacist. Uh, first they take the frogs and now they take the okay sign. Pepe. Yeah. If you were given the choice mm-hmm. between Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, Ugh. and listen, you could you don't have to fuck either of them. Okay. But if you did fuck one of them, mm-hmm. all of the children would be removed from the cages across the border. Oh, I would fuck either of them for that no, to happen. No, I know, but <laughs> you have to pick who, which one. Which one? Do I have to look at them? Yes. Oh. Yes. Fuck, that's really hard. <laughs> yes, you have to look at them in the eyes the whole time. And their eyes are going to be open, and it's going to be like an hour. <laughs> I'm going to say Tucker Carlson, yeah. and I'm going to hope that he's just wearing a bow tie. Yeah. Okay. You could request that, I think. You know what? For this, Because that for might this, make it like worth it. For this, you can request the okay. bow tie. Okay. So there you go. I would also do it, mm-hmm. and I and I would also have to look at them the whole time. So yeah. I'd have to throw my legs all the way back. Oh my god! As they were looking at yeah. me. Yeah. And I would pick. I mean, they both like basically look the same. So yeah. It's not, it's not a looks thing. It's like who's the worst person, and it's like both of them are the. Do worst they person. talk during it? The whole time. Oh my god! And they say like really fucking. Yeah. Fox Newsy Republican yeah. shit. Like, take this, Hillary. Actually, that might be kind of hot. <laughs> I'd take t- I would, them the I would pick, time. I'll say Sean Hannity just because you said Tucker Carlson. Okay. It's okay. really the same difference. Yeah. They're both just sick people who look like they're just so fucking white and doughy, and they yeah. are the worst people that ever lived. Yeah, if I don't have to look at their doughy bodies. So back to this A story. <laughs> so they go to this restaurant, the only restaurant in town. I wrote yeah. the name of it down. It was Crespiel. Oh, okay. It has a name. Crespiel. A spinner. Have you been to Crespiel in the mall? It's the best restaurant. <laughs> Isn't it in the mall? I think so. Well, it's at least saw... very near the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's either in the mall or next to the mall. So they go to the restaurant, and then they eat dinner, and then they come back, and uh, they you always use Hazel for the... <laughs> the sentence and the comeback that like kind of sets you into yeah, the thing. Yeah. And she says, uh, on a scale of one to 10, that meal was a 20 just to let you know that the food <laughs> was so good. Cause she always, they always have Hazel do that. Hazel's shit. always like a happy person, except for when she was accused of being a terrorist. Yeah. That would make anyone not happy. Yeah, exactly. So then the waiter comes over and gives them the check and it's like, and Jimmy's like, wait, this seems like you charge us for three more meals than we had. And the waiter said, for four dinners plus the three lunches that they walked out on a few weeks ago. Yep. And then Paige and Spinner have no money. No, no money. So Hazel and Jimmy pay 
money for it. I can't believe like that their parents would let them leave the house without money just in case something happened. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's a good point. Well, Spinner's yeah, parents. It's a plot point, but oh, I keep hitting the microphone with this thing. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so then they come out of the restaurant and they're about to get back in the limo, only to find that Billy Ray Cyrus is being uh, arrested, arrested. Mm-hmm. for not paying parking tickets. Yeah, which seems like an odd thing to catch someone on in the middle of the evening and on then, the dance night, <clears throat> the night of the dance. So then he has the cops take him to the dance. Yeah. And they get there right as there's a fire breaking out in the school. Yeah. And so they're hanging out outside. So then, like, yeah, they can't go in. And then it's like they're playing regular music and everybody's having fun and dancing. Not regular music, but like music. Non-Bollywood music. music. It was like a real emo-ish song, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was super pop I really sing like this. Every single word was really enunciated. (laughs) <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like. <clears throat> I bet you that Ellie loved it. Oh my god, Ellie was so it was like her favorite song. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Ellie maybe Ellie doesn't like that shit though? Maybe Ellie's like I like the germs. <laughs> <laughs> She's too cool for it. All I know is I'm not going back there. <laughs> sure. I could have been a fucking emo singer. Mhm. Everyone yeah, you still have a chance if you want to. I guess I can't emphasize this enough. Everyone's as bad as this episode is, and I hated it. It's worth it to go back and watch all these fucking Cretans dance. They're oh so my bad. God. They're so bad, but they're also all dancing what they think like Indian dancing is. Emma is the most embarrassing yes. dancer I've ever seen. Yes, it's it's bad. So the biggest bummer. I'm just going to say it is like we don't see I mean Liberty doesn't do anything in the episode. We don't get any resolution on Manny and JT. They're at the dance together. We see mm-hmm. them dancing but we don't like talk to them at all. No, it nothing was kind of from like Toby. such a waste of an episode, but like, it's like who ca- honestly like not for nothing. Yeah. I like Jimmy and Hazel, but we do we really need to No. And like then at the end Jimmy's like all disappointed because, you know, everything's gone wrong and Hazel's like I don't give a shit about that. Just kiss me. And that's that's the end of the A story. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I didn't even pay attention. Was it a hot kiss? No. See, I would have guessed it would be a hot kiss because they had fine. a hot kiss before. It was fine. Remember that? Oh, and Snake was definitely dressed up like a genie. Yes, also also that. You ain't never had a friend like me. That's what he said to Sean in the <laughs> B story. Firing on all cylinders tonight, Rach. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, the B story, I guess, is the uh, Bernard. Sean, the Bernard story. The, Ber- the B Bernard stands story. for Bernard. Uh, is the Sean and uh, Snake story. Yeah, Sean was failing uh, media, media immersion. How of all the classes do you fail media immersion? Also, I guess in Canada, if you get a 51, it's passing. Yeah, and I thought ours was like 60. Dude, when I was in grade school, it was 70. Really? I mean, I went to Catholic school, so like I never got below an, like an eighty-five on anything. No, I didn't really either. When I yeah. grammar school, but high school different. High school, I think it was a sixty-five to pass. Yeah, I don't remember. The lowest I ever got was a C plus. Ooh, what class? Um, IPS. It was Intro to Physical Science. IPS. You had a, cl- a class on IB in- Irritable Bowel Syndrome. Intro to Physical Science, <clears throat> ninth grade. And then my parents told me if I got an A the following quarter that I could buy a laptop. 
and I did, and I didn't get a laptop. So what? just calling them out on that right now. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you get the laptop? Did you bring it up? I don't know. I don't know. Did you forget about it? No. That, like my grandmother died around the time. <laughs> There's a lot going on. So your grandmother <laughs> dies and you're like, where's my fucking laptop, yeah, mom? Like, where's my goddamn laptop? Uh, yeah, those were the days. Ugh, look at, we're watching the episode of Emma's dancing right now and it's, it's like so bad. Hideous. Is and that I, how you dance at mm, weddings? No. Do you dude. snap a lot? No. The thing that's so uncomfortable about it is like the end of the episode is when they're not dancing the way they think Bollywood actors dance. Mm -hmm. So they're dancing like they would regular dance, like regularly dance. And mm -hmm. Emma is so bad. The worst dancer I've ever seen. And knowing what Miriam Catherine is like now, yeah. she like is very into being attractive and that's totally fine. You mm -hmm. know, she poses a lot of pictures and bikinis and stuff, mm -hmm. but I bet you she still fucking dances like that. that yeah. <laughs> she goes to DJ me times fucking raves and dances like that. Yeah. Did you see DJ me time. Oh, her Christina. birthday. It was just her birthday. Did the you other see day. Christina loves the city posting. Yeah. That post about DJ. Ooh, that is a hot kiss. I mean, I guess for Degrassi standards, at least it's not a bad kiss. I bet you. Drake has some pillowy lips. <laughs> just I, throwing it out there I bet you Andrea Lewis had a big crush on Aubrey Graham in real life mm. you think so yeah I mean how could you not he's like so charming not that she's not an amazing person we've mm -hmm. watched this episode now two times I um, feel like so much <clears throat> of this episode other than it being three different stories is trying to wrap up everyone's storyline but from they the don't season, wrap they up don't really because you kind of like you see Marco and Dylan briefly and like there's some stuff with that that's not really a part of any story because it's all about the dance but except for Joey and Caitlin which has nothing to do with the dance whatsoever <laughs> so Sean Cameron Mitchell Sean Cameron Mitchell from Hedwig of the Angry <laughs> uh -huh. he's in this now John, yeah, yeah. John Cameron Mitchell. <clears throat> Sean Cameron is failing media immersion. And he says to Snake that if I fail, uh, I'm not going to get my student welfare and I can't live in a two-bedroom apartment by myself at the age of 15. No. So Snake was like, you know what? How about some extra credit and you can pass? And he did it and he passed. Yeah. He got like a 53. Yeah, just high enough. And then that's when Sean decides to tell him that he stole his laptop earlier in this season. Yeah, because he did a lot. He did a nice thing for him, so he feels guilty. So he tells him he stole the laptop. Yeah, and Snake is like reasonably pissed. Ju yeah, justifiably like pissed off. Yeah, because basically, what really gets Sean isn't so much that he gave him the extra credit and helped him pass, but more about how he was like, "I know you've retreated a little bit this semester, but I want you to know I'm always here for you if you ever need to talk." It was really, it was like yeah. Mr. Lapotate. <laughs> it was like Mr. Lapotate. Do you remember last week when Mr. Lapotate had was told Sean he wasn't going to give up on him? Yeah, this was similar. Snake. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's funny, too, because Sean says to Snake that the reason why he stole his laptop, he never apologizes. I really don't think he does. I don't think he ever says sorry. Um, he, he doesn't use those words. He doesn't say um, sorry. And he blames it on trying to get back at Emma. That's why he did it. <clears throat> he tells Snake that? Yeah, that's what he told Snake. Right, I've hit the microphone with this windscreen. I'm going to say uh, liberally times? 61 times. Okay, okay. Many more than the stories in this episode, which is going to really be annoying for all the listeners. 
You've yawned approximately 61 I'm, times. Too, you know, you, I got over here and you're complaining about being tired. I am also tired. Surprise. So then, mm-hmm. Snake just walks away. Mm-hmm. And then Sean goes to Mr. Lepidhead. <laughs> that didn't happen. He didn't. No, he you know did what? One of my greatest triumphs was I was listening back to last week's episode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I kept saying Mr. Lepidhead. And I laughed. I was laughing every time. Because mm-hmm. I think it's very funny. But the thing that I liked that was like the best part about it is that I knew that it was annoying you. <laughs> like, so you kept saying. I knew how much you hated it. Uh-huh. And then uh, if you listen to the episode, go. It's a very uh, small distillation of our relationship as friends. Mm-hmm. Because at the beginning, you're like, I can tell. You don't even have to say it. I just know you're like, fucking stop calling him Mr. Lepidated. And then in the middle, you sort of soften up a little bit, and you're like, all right, I guess I can deal with this. And then by the end of the episode, you were just calling him Mr. Lepidated <laughs> as if that was his name, and that was a wonderful triumph for me. <laughs> and now he you. will forever be Mr. Lepidated yep. on this episode, on oh, this yeah. show. Yeah. And you like it now. I mean, as much as I'm going to. The best, the easiest thing to do is to just like keep doing it until you just give yep. up. Yep. I mean, I am a pretty easy uh, mark. Because you were so, I could tell. You were like, I can't. What you were saying was, oh, Jimmy went to, uh, Sean went to the class and he did the thing. But what I was hearing was, if you fucking say Mr. Lepidated one more time, I'm going to walk out the door. (laughs) But then by the end of the episode, you were just calling him that. Yeah. As if that were his name. Yeah. Mr. It's easier sometimes. To just give in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a life lesson I've learned. Yeah. Just given. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that could be really dark. It could be. It could be. That's how I save all the children on the border. <laughs> Just given. Yeah, for, with Tucker Carlson. And or Sean Hannity. What did we? Oh, you said no. You said Tucker. Carlson. I did, but you never know what's what's needed. Yeah, you might need to do both of them. Mm-hmm. Me too, and then. Maybe it'll be like in, we'll be in rooms next to each other mm-hmm. while we're being fucked by <laughs> Republican by Fox heads. News hosts. <laughs> uh, oh so Sean, Sean like leaves or something, and like he goes to the dance without. Oh, because Snake's like you should go to the dance. Like uh-huh. I know you think you don't want to be there, but you're gonna end up having a great time, right? Oh, yeah, he says something really lovely, like life will pass you by if you let it. I wrote that down, so I did actually write something down that I remember from my notes. Yeah. He's Ferris Bueller, basically. Yeah. It was, like, lovely enough that I wrote it down. And then, so Sean goes to the dance with Ellie. They are not dressed in Bollywood gear. No, because they are culturally sensitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unlike everyone else on this fucking show. Sean is wearing that hat and that, and that sweatshirt, his yeah. Pee Wee Herman outfit. Yeah. And then Ellie is there, and he sees Snake, and he's like, hey, Mr. Simpson. And Snake just walks by him. Yeah. Then Snake goes to his car. Yeah. And it's he's having, uh, coincidentally, he's having car trouble. He needs to go get ice or drinks or both. Yeah, 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 for, because there was yeah. wasn't enough ice. So Sean sees him, and he's like, I can help you. And then he like looks at his car, and he's like, I'll do all the work. Your car is fucked. I'll do all the work on your car for free to pay you back for uh, stealing your laptop. Still never says sorry. Does not say sorry. 
He's not. I mean, he's sorry, but he's he not is sorry. sorry. But you know, I think Sean has a hard time with the. With the yeah, team. yeah. I mean, also he has abusive parents, and like his brother just abandoned him to go to Alberta. So yeah, and now he lives in a two-bedroom apartment by himself mm-hmm. at the age of fifteen years old. Yeah, being subsidized by his teacher, Mister La Potato, <laughs> and those giant eyebrows. Just gonna let you laugh. Did you that think one you were out. gonna get away? You were gonna get away from Mr. La Potato. Oh no, 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 no. Never. Back. I brought it back. Oh boy. That's a fun show to do. Um, <laughs> so oh, and then so then they're outside the dance and everybody's dancing badly, and Sean walks past Snake, Archibald Rupert Simpson, mm-hmm. and they share a smile. Yeah, they do. And then Ellie and Sean kiss, which is not sexy. And then they and then lin- Linda Shiler Stephen Stone's over Sean smiling. So I wonder if that's the A story because doesn't it usually Shiler Stone over the A story? It does, but I feel like there's so much more focus on the Jimmy. Story. I would have definitely agreed. I would yeah, agree. yeah. I would agree with you on that sentiment. So it looks like things are looking up for Sean and and Mr. Sim- <laughs> Crack and uh, Mr. Simpson. They look like they're going to become friends again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I mean. You know, maybe oh, he definitely says sorry. He just he said it. I could sorry. read his lips. We're watching the episode. I got one. One sorry. I got it. One sorry. Well, we'll get to it. You know that uh, Daniel Clark is American, actually? I didn't know that. He's an actor who plays uh, Sean. I didn't know that. Where is he from? Yeah. I don't know. But he's definitely, I don't know if he's got like uh, one of each parent, you know, a Canadian mm. and an American parent. So he can live between both. But I definitely have picked this up from his Instagram that he has American citizenship. Dual so. citizenship, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So you follow him on Instagram. What's he doing? Not a lot. He hasn't posted much recently. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's all I got. Could you, you get, get the C story? So the C story. The C story. You hate the C story, I guess. Can I tell you what I hate about the C story? I would love to hear what you hate about the C story. Okay. So the C story is about Caitlin and Joey. And essentially, in a nutshell, Joey asks Caitlin to move in. Caitlin gets an amazing job opportunity at her job. She turns it down because she's going to move in with Joey. And then Joey doesn't seem that excited about her moving in. And so she's like, well, I guess I got to go back and take this job now because he's telling me I got to take this job. And then they talk it out. And all this seems so childish for adults. That's my problem with it. Because I feel like if you're an adult who's been through the ringer with this person before, I mean, sure, you have trust issues. So maybe I'm not looking enough into that. Nah, you're looking enough into it. Yeah. But dear Lord, like, Caitlin's way of dealing with it drives me nuts. Like, drives me nuts. Sorry. It was infuriating to watch because it's like, just he's telling you to take the job and then she's like mad at him i don't even fucking know what was happening it's like they treat these two characters like they're still in high school yeah like they react to things like as if they were in high school they're still in high school and why is she some at the beginning when like the first episode of the first fucking season of the show she was like this career woman who was like seems so fucking cool and now she seems like so lame she's like so flighty and like yeah. oh i pitched this show and now i'm just not gonna do it like is yeah. that even an option because i think think this guy won't want me to go meanwhile obviously joey's gonna be like you know what you do as an adult is you fucking talk to joey and say hey i got offered this i'm on the fence about whether or not i should go and say why 
and then let Joey tell you why you should go or not go. They did the same thing. Remember when Spike and Snake were gonna, like not going to get married? Uh, they like the same bit. Yeah, and I mean, I guess that they're like 30 now or 31, so maybe I'm like, you know. No, that's bullshit. You're right. You're absolutely right. They're not acting like the adults they are. The best part about that is you completely recap the C story and now we're Yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk anymore about it. She goes on the job. I mean, she she does take the job. She is looking at buying monogram towels, which is probably like the best part of the the whole C story. Mm -hmm. And they also are at the same restaurant as uh, Mm -hmm. everyone else. What's the name of the restaurant, Pat? Hey, a spinner, have you got the crispy alley in the mall? Thank you. It's so good. You get the, the scungeal and the veal. <laughs> the scungee? Scungeal. Oh, scungeal. Yeah, the scungeal and the veal. The scungeal and the I veal? went there the other day with your teacher, Mr. The Potato Head. <laughs> it's not so easy to say Mr. La Potato Head in an Italian mm, accent, is in it? In an Italian accent, please. <laughs> in a fucking cartoon ch- uh, fucking pizza chef. And, Mm-hmm. Um, so she does go on to the ju- it's going to be nine months she's going to be away for nine months yeah she could have a baby in that time <gasps> wouldn't it be funny if that's what they did she comes back and she had a baby yeah but it's not Joey's it's that producer's yeah what's his name I don't remember yeah Roy he had a he had a weird name hey a speeder yeah so that sea story sucked it I was mean, so f- infuriating sucked, like, like especially like as like in like 2019 looking back on that and it's like she's just like every move she makes is because she assumes that this guy wants but really it's because she Ugh. doesn't trust that he's not it's gonna like fuck every goddamn like, rom-com but also i'm just like i there's such a disconnect this is yeah there's me- such a disconnect between the two of them well no there's a disconnect between the fact that Pat Mastriolani mm-hmm. looks the way he does. Mm-hmm. And like women being like, like obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. He's like a fucking guy, a tiny yeah. bald idiot. <laughs> we don't have a lot of choices. I mean, I just don't understand like why Stacey Mystician is like hot. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Cassie Steele grown up was hot. Mm-hmm. What was her name? Remember the character he was dating before Stacey Mystician? Who oh, like yeah, Sydney. Sydney. How does this guy, he's just, and he's like, I guess charming enough. He's yeah. He's like a nice guy. He's a fucking car, used car salesman. Yeah. The disconnect between who he is as a person versus like how much women like would give up their and livelihoods for him. And we also think Caitlin him. is so cool. Well, she was. She now was she's cool. She's like a dunce who like loses her keys all the time. Ugh. Where are my keys? That's like what she is now. Oh, I'm a regular cast member. Oh, where's my driver's license? <laughs> I do like that she has a sticker on her computer that says, hi, I don't care, thanks. Yeah, that's funny. Like, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, and she seems so cool like when Ellie was interning for her. Yeah, she was like co for her. And now she's like, whoops, I slipped up the stairs with these popsicles. <laughs> oh, no. Joey. <laughs> and then that's when there's like a freeze frame and an audience laugh. <laughs> She's like a fucking awful sick. She is like uh, Uncle Joey on. Uh... Yes. Yeah. He's just Joey. It's Uncle Jesse. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, you Cut know. it out. Yeah. It's kind of weird that Joey's just like living there. Well, he's because he, Danny Tanner's wife just died. Yeah. So he's got to have everyone live in the house with him. Yeah. That San Francisco real estate. Yeah, that's true. Oof. That is true. 
That is true, yeah. So Caitlin Ryan's going to go and do some TV show about AIDS that she's going to be gone for nine months doing. They don't really know how to, like, mm-hmm. uh, amplify the time or amplify something. Oh, word. sorry. Maximize they, their time. Please. They said HIV AIDS every single time they discussed it because it's about both. Oh, my God. Is it? It's interesting to me that we don't talk about HIV or AIDS that much in the same way that we did like 20 years ago. Because like now you live, I mean, you know, it's not as. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. Yeah. It still very much exists. It's just, it's interesting how, again, much like the cultural appropriation, but on a totally different topic, the conversation changes. Yeah. Conversation. Conversations change. Like that clip that we watched last week where they called something gay and retarded on The Daily Show. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. From 20 years ago. It was Stairway to Stardom. Yeah, we were watching yeah. Stairway to Stardom. That's disturbing. So, yeah, I guess that's it. Right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, I think, don't I really think have we, anything else to add. I got nothing else because this episode sucked. This episode was a really disappointing finale. Yes. Yeah. Especially because they really like went heavy on the two parters early on. And there were so many like big moments that happened in this season to kind of end on this when like, you know, we had an abortion and a coma and like, oh, God, Terry. Yeah. Where's Terry? I mean, not here. And then I think that they write her off because I think she didn't want to renew her contract. No, she's back because she has to get into another. Oh, I guess that was the fight with. Yeah, I think I she think gets she's written back off. because yeah. you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think episode 401 started after I watched this, and she was still in the credits. Oh, okay, okay. So maybe she doesn't go right away. If I do, I just hit the microphone again. Yeah, um, every time, every <clears throat> damn time. <laughs> My favorite parts of the are like the scatty parts and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I bring up for a reason. You'll find out next week. Um, Rachel yes what in episode number 322 was your of all the outfits that they wore was your most valuable I mean there was a lot of options with all of these saris and whatnot there were but I mean hands down because Snake was a fucking genie with a turban on you never had a friend like me yeah he's a little Robin Williams-y we didn't even really talk about the dance itself, I guess, or the fire that happened. But none of that's really... It's all, like, secondary to what's going well, on. Well, because Marco bought flimsy curtains. Yeah. He bought flammable ones, and he kept trying to fix them, how they hung around the lights, and then it just <coughs> fucked everything up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was big fire. Dylan kept telling him not to mess with things, which, you know, what, sage advice. Uh, he was, like, pretty out and about, uh, the, Marco, for being... Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Rachel. Especially for his parents not knowing that he's a gay. Oh, uh, Marco, why don't you go out with the beautiful women around and all? Oh, they're so good. You can eat a pizza. You can take them out and you can have a garlic knot. I mean, also, like, look at fucking Snake. Like, not only is he wearing, like, this turban, he's got the whole outfit. There's, like, beads hanging down from the turban. If a teacher showed up to anything, mm-hmm. like a Halloween party... Dressed like, like that, mm-hmm. and and like a picture of it got out, they would be fired. <laughs> oh like yeah! Right now. Oh yeah! <laughs> For sure. Rachel. Yes. D- 
Degrassi, the next generation, has a tagline, and that tagline is it goes there. Yes. And we here at the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon podcast like to rate each episode on a scale of 1 to 10 by how much it goes there, with 1 being it going there the least, and 10 means it goes there the most. So, Rach, Mm -hmm. on a scale of 1 to 10, how much would you say episode number 322, The Power of Love, the great Jennifer Rush song, The Power of Love, goes there? I have a question. So can I consider the fact that it's like super insensitive in today's time or no in my rating? I would say yes, because we're looking at this through 2019 lens. Oh, okay. Then I'll give it a three. Otherwise, I was going to give it like a zero. (laughs) Because it's like goofy. Because like now it like it's cultural appropriation. Yeah. This shit at the end with Joey and fucking Stacey Musician is like it's like Casablanca. It's like get over it. It's so bad. She's going to go make a TV show for nine months. Also, who gets approved for a show and has to leave for nine months that night? I know zero people. Because first of all, that you wouldn't leave for a fucking five months. Yeah. If not a year. Like they that shit is so far planned. There's no pre-production. There's no No. crew. There's no nothing. Look at fucking Emma dancing. This is oh so Oh, my God. Bad. I mean, I guess, like, that extra point, it could have been a two, but that extra point is just for how bad Emma's dancing is. I just smacked the microphone again. Um, so the, you're saying a three because of the cultural appropriation in uh, through 20 It's not even – I mean, there's nothing that happens in this episode that's yeah, – it's, it's not malicious. No. no. I would say – I'm going to say it's a one. I'm saying it's going to – oh, but I guess Sean tells Snake that he stole the computer, but even that – But even that's fun. not really a thing. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. good. I do that good. Yeah. If we if we weren't doing the cultural appropriation, I would give it a zero. Yeah. I'm going to say It really doesn't one. go anywhere. I'm going to say a one. Yeah. But it's Mikael Chuck's telephone. That's the best part of the whole season. <laughs> we got to call Franny. Yeah. Page Mikael Chuck's telephone. Um, yeah. What are we up to? MVP? We're up to M- you do this. MVD, you to, which you, makes you me always think this. of most venereal disease. Yeah. Who's MVP MVD? Yeah. So, Patrick Driscoll. Yeah. You know, on all these episodes, we like to pick one character that stands out from all the rest. It's just, you know, rises above and really shines yeah. in this episode. In each episode, rather. Each episode. In each episode, we, we do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, in this episode, episode 322, The Power of Love, who is your most valuable Degrassian? Billy Ray Cyrus as the uh, <laughs> as the limo driver. Because he's like a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I just wish he would have cleaned the Doritos bags out of the fucking limo. But I he's mean, a pretty good does guy. That? He's who like, does he, that? He gets the cops to take them to the thing. No mm-hmm. one else does anything of note. So, like, fuck it. I'm going with yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. I hadn't written down anyone before because I was like, maybe I'll watch it again and, like, see if there's something that stands out. Um... I was leaning towards Sean for telling Snake. Uh-huh. So I might just go with Sean because no one no one else did anything exciting. What about Snake for like swallowing his like letting it go? Mm, no. Because you think as an adult he should have let it go quicker because Sean is a child who lives in a two-bedroom apartment by himself at the age of 15 years old. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think that he gave it the appropriate amount of time to deal with it, whereas, like, I feel like Sean was – it was very big of Sean as a child to, like, immediately tell him that he did that. I mean, he didn't immediately tell him, to be fair. No, no, no. But, like, to tell him then and then to really stand by trying to, like, improve the relationship. That's a good point. Snake was like, I was on death's door. 
That's where he says it. Yeah. Deathstroke. Are you sure that you didn't want to pick Emma for her dancing? She's a great, terrible yeah. dancer. Huh. Do you want to see my impression of uh, Sean at, in the open when he gets caught doing the graffiti by Dan Woods? Yeah. If only the broomheads could have seen it. I know. I should have videoed it. <laughs> ha, 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 yeah. Uh, so, uh, this week in Sorry. Uh, I, I, Pat Chiskel, painstakingly go through every episode of Degrassi, the episode, uh, The Next Generation, to find out which characters were Sorry and how many times. And uh, I'm pretty sure we only <laughs> have one when we start. I don't really pay that much attention, but I usually get one. I didn't have any. Mm-hmm. And then as we were watching the episode, I saw Sean say sorry now in, in like a, I could see read his lips. Mm-hmm. He said sorry to Snake for stealing his laptop computer when he, he was on death's door. Yes. So and that has been this week in sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Billy sorry, Ray. Sorry. I can't. I still can't get over why Billy Ray Cyrus was in this episode. I I'm very baffled by it. We got to look it up later. I feel like Hannah Montana was was on. I think it was later, but I'm gonna look it up, yeah. okay? Because we're every, the broomheads yeah. are like thinking about it, I'll and go. they're all yelling at the TV, uh, the TV, the radio, saying. He was fuck? I was already on her. It wasn't on you, big dummy. It was because of achy breaky heart. <laughs> Did you like, like that, that song? Very old. That song is very old, though. That was a sensation. What do you think was more of a sensation? Achy Breaky Heart, two thousand six. You're right. It was not on yet. Yeah, right? it was not on yet. So he was like doing nothing. What song do you think was more of a sensation? Achy Breaky Heart or Old Town Road by Little Nas X? I just still don't know who Little Nas X is. I've never heard that song one time. No, no, me either. But it's it's it was it's been the number one song for fourteen weeks. It's the hottest song of the summer. I don't know it. Me neither. Never heard it one. I guess time I haven't ever. been in the grocery store H and M lately. Fucking what I said. I was like, I feel because like, I, I keep to going to Trader Joe's and they don't play the radio in there. They don't have key food radio. I said to Adrian, "Have you ever heard Old Town Road?" And she was like, "I don't even know what that is." And I explained I it. And I was like, "I have never heard it." And I was like, "It's like you usually hear the hot song of the summer, like in the grocery store." And yeah. Adrian did point out that they only play like '90s music in our grocery store, so they would not play it. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I've been going to Trader Joe's more, where they don't play any music. Um, but I did go into Key Food the other day, and they were playing Delilah. Mm. So I didn't hear uh, any songs. I just heard her, you know. But you know what Old Town Road is? No. Oh, you're like it? Adrian. It's the big song. It's the hot song of 2019. Well, I mean, I know. I've heard of this Lil Nas X. That's his song. But I'm very confused. And also, which I fucking can't even believe this, because I wasn't even putting this together when I said it. Billy Ray Cyrus sings on the fucking song. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. But that's funny, because I wasn't even thinking that when I said, what song do you think was more popular? (laughs) Don't do it. I'm going to look down the picture. Okay. Uh, Uh... Achy Breaky Heart or Old Town Road, but I Billy Ray Cyrus on both of those songs. I wasn't even thinking that. Don't make just don't make me like that. Here, I have my hat on. Okay. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. And I wasn't even talking about it. <laughs> but oh. seriously, they're fucking. Is he's like on is Lil Nas X related to Nas? Adrian asked me the same. Fucking yeah. Question. You two are like. Two Peas fucking in a pod. clueless 
fucking birds of a feather. <laughs> like seriously, like I I've never heard the song. That's the whole bit. But like it's been the number one song literally today. I saw like a headline that was like fourteen weeks in a row. Old Town Road. You know what? I gotta I gotta run to like H and M or Forever Twenty One sometime soon, so maybe I'll hear it. But imagine like you never heard Umbrella. Like that's this that mm-hmm. this song is, or you never heard Crazy in Love. Mm-hmm. This song is that song only in yeah, twenty nineteen. The world has changed. Ba ba da ba ba da ba. I thought you were gonna say that Old Town Road was like a reference of some sort. Maybe it is. I don't know what it is. But you knew Billy Ray Cyrus was singing on it? Yeah, I have heard about this. See, that's what I'm saying. At least I've heard you know the that. name Lil Nas X, but I don't know what this song is. You know, it's so deep in the eyes. You like Beyonce? Mm, she's fine. The three times in a row. Oh, because she's not fuel. No, she's not. She's not. <clears throat> I feel like there's a lot of hype around Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce's a shit. You crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. She's great. She's. I like watching Joey try to pour this wine with a napkin around it. He's so classy. What's the name of the restaurant? Uh, hey, <laughs> come on down to Crespielli. It's in the mall. Are it's you right do... next to the mall. Oh, Spiner. TV ads for it now. Yeah. <laughs> Just a wink in the okay sign. But now you have to disclaim. It's like. Wink, okay sign, and then you have to be like, ah, but this is not the white power sign. It's okay, I'm saying it is a good. You have a fucking disclaimer, the okay sign. Oh, the world we live in. White people ruin everything. The world we live in. Should we listen to Old Town Road right now? I mean, no, maybe. I don't want to ever hear it. That's no, like I don't want to know because the thing is, is that I want to be surprised when I do hear it. I'm going to look up what the song of the summer was last year, and, and I'm going to ask you if you've it. ever heard it. Okay. Because I don't know what it was either. I might not have heard it ever either. This is going to happen live on the Deem, uh, the Deem podcast. Song of – because this is subjective too. Like this is just like an article that's going to like pick what the song is. But yeah. for sure, Old Town Road. I feel is, like two years ago was that um, that Justin Bieber guested – uh, song that I can't think of the fucking baby, name of. baby, baby. Uh, summer 2018. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, oh, wait. I used to go to spin class and I learned so much from spin class. Oh, I bet you you would have heard it at spin class. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's that song. Despacitos or Oh, Despacitos. I thought that was two years ago. I don't know. I'm looking it up. That's the one I was thinking of because Justin Bieber did guest on a version of it. Uh, 2018. Hold on. Do just bear with me. Mm-hmm. Bear with me, America. I think you're right. I think that's... This is claiming Nice for What by Drake was the song of the summer last year. I don't uh-huh. know. I never heard that song. I don't know that one. Man, I guess it just means you're getting old. It just means that, you know I what, always, there's more than one song. But I always, like, prided myself on, like, knowing things, and I don't know any of them. Now that makes me a little sad. You're witnessing an existential moment, crisis moment that I'm having now. Yeah, I used to take pride in knowing so much that I could tell everyone else they were wrong. Yeah, you fucking still do that, <laughs> by the way. You fucking still do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> this feels good enough. We've been talking for 90 minutes. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, pals. I hope everybody has a nice we'll be, weekend. We'll be back next week with an extra special end of season episode. And then we're going to take a week off. Yeah, then we're going to take a week off. And we'll see if I've fixed, if I've gotten a new mic stand. The answer will most likely be no. <laughs> Probably not for next week, but maybe for three weeks from now. We'll see. All right, pals. We'll see you soon. Bye. I, I, listen, everybody, listen. I love you. Do you? Yeah. For real? I do. Okay, just checking. I love every single one of you. Wow. I, I feel like I can't follow that up with that same sentiment. I'm not sure I you do. You can't say it with the same uh, I don't know who listens. truth in your voice. I don't know who listens, so I don't know if I can say it. Or, all right, pal. Baby, baby. That was a popular song. I know that one. Yeah, you know that one? Yeah. I used to have a toothbrush that would play that while the I brushed my teeth. Justin Bieber song? Yeah, I had a Justin Bieber toothbrush. Why? Because my dad gave us all Justin Bieber oh. toothbrushes for Christmas uh, one oh, year. Oh, because he's a dentist. <laughs> Yes, my dad famously he's always, a dentist. He's always worried about your dental yeah, hygiene. Yeah, he's worried about my teeth. That's hilarious that I always make a joke about your dad being a dentist, and he gave <laughs> you all toothbrushes. Justin Bieber toothbrushes. That's pretty funny. Although my male cousin got a Lady Gaga one. I am sweating. Yes, so we should really uh, profusely put the fan back on. Pals, we'll... And got news for you, he doesn't do anything. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.